Hey guys, want to save an easy 10% at Shotgun House Coffee Roasters? Simply show up to either location and show your barista that you've subscribed to the podcast and left a five-star rating and you'll get 10% off your entire order. Building Something Out of Nothing is brought to you by Geekdom. Geekdom is the largest co-working space in the city with the focus of building downtown San Antonio one startup at a time. Visit geekdom.com today to schedule a free tour. What's up, guys? This is Eddie Laughlin, co-founder of Shotgun House Coffee Roasters, and you're listening to Building Something Out of Nothing, a small business podcast right here in San Antonio. Today's guest is Mike Johnson, an Air Force vet and financial advisor who rose to fame as a fan favorite on this past season of ABC's mega hit, The Bachelorette. We sat down at the Geekdom Audio Lab and had a candid conversation about growing up in Texas and his life before the show his tenure in the Air Force and moving to San Antonio, his random introduction to Bachelor Nation at a friend's apartment, and how a casual suggestion from a co-worker and a fortuitous day off led Big Mike to being cast as one of the most popular contestants in Bachelorette history. Enjoy. Check, check, one, two. Mike Johnson on the pod. Check, check, one, two. What's up, what's good, what's happening? What's up? What's popping? Two, one, oh. We don't say three, one. We don't say three, two, one, we say two, one, oh. Oh, here. Where's your, where's your candy at? This is for all of us. How much are you going to eat? He's going to eat. We haven't started yet, have we? Yeah, we're recording, but uh, I'm, I'm a... But <laughs> oh, God, no, we were recording already. <laughs> we're, just, we're, just, we're just, yeah, we're just shooting shit. That's how it goes, and then we'll just kind of dive right in. Is that cool? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Same thing happened when we did Mayor Nuremberg last week. He was like, oh, shit, is this... <laughs> are we on? Yeah, there we are. <laughs> yeah. No, it's cool. He's cool. Yeah, dude, he he's he was cool super guy. cool. Yeah, he's cool he was real guy. chill. It was like eight thirty in the morning too. He was full suit, the whole get up. He was yeah, ready to go, but he's like a radio guy. He's you know, he has that deep like radio voice. You kind of have yeah, that a little he bit. Does. I am Mr. Nyenberg, the mayor of Damn. your great city, San Antonio. Maybe that'll be you one day. You got those aspirations? Uh, no, but you know, never say never, right? You seem like you're an, a, a positive, like open to possibilities type oh, guy. Definitely, I'll be a tatted up mayor. What's up? <laughs> I'll be a tattoo How many tattoos mayor. do you have? Do you even know? Uh, one, two, three, probably five. You're counting them. We can't even. We're in a full, know, full sleeve on, yeah. you know, <laughs> Under Armour thing. We can't even see it. This one's like a full CLU. Oh, that's here. dope. Yeah. I counted cool. this one. I don't know when we're starting, so I'm like <laughs> eating food. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Dude, you're fine. People are going to love this. <laughs> this is this is uncensored Mike Johnson right here. This is uncensored. <laughs> yeah. This ain't, this ain't case hat. No, not at all. Um, nothing against K Sarah whatsoever. I actually love Sarah. Me too. But um, no, no family stuff. Just things that. Oh, see, that's really cool, right there. Yeah. Are these old? Are these like like military days tattoos traveling no. around, or did you get no. all these in Texas? This one right here, I got in Dallas. Okay. The one on my chest, I got in San Antonio. Cool. The dude, I actually like try to get tattooed by him again, and I went up there and um, <laughs> it's a funny story. I forget his name. I wish I could call him out. I went up there again to get tattooed by him. And the lady at the desk was like, oh, he doesn't work here no more. He cuts grass with his mom now. And I was like, okay. Okay. Like, <laughs> that's a, a weird choice, you know, after you tattoo people. But Why Why do you, did you ever find out? Nah, I just, nah. I'm, I'm super particular about my tattoos. I was about to say, so. everybody is, I feel like. Once you find someone that you like, don't you go back to that person? And then exactly. you just can't, that, I mean, exactly. you can't post up at their house and just. Can't post up. I'm like, bro, you know, after you get done cutting the grass, can you tap me? Yeah, dude, that's wild. I can't believe that. That's a bummer. It is what dude. It is. So, have you have you not gotten any since since him? Uh, no, yeah, I got the one in Dallas most recently. Okay, maybe like two months ago. Quinn Hernandez, he go hard. And your family still lives back in Dallas. Yeah, everybody in Dallas, and then 
on my mom's side. My father's side is in Atlanta. Atlanta, huh? yeah. that's cool. Or Augusta, shall I say, there in Georgia. Do you ever get to make it up there? Yeah, I go. I'm going back this month. So it's just like, man, it's hot in San Antonio or hot in Dallas, hot in Atlanta. Yeah, you don't have any cold, cold weather family at all. Nope, don't need it. <laughs> That's cool though, man. I have a good friend who lives in uh, Atlanta. He he loves it up there. I, I don't understand how it's so much traffic, bro. I can't do it. Is it? I feel like that's everywhere though. We we're lucky here, man. I came from Austin. There was so much traffic no, there. I can't You're do coming Austin. from Dallas. Go to Houston. I mean, literally anywhere you go, that's a big metropolitan area. That's not San Antonio. Is I can't do it. It's too much traffic. Facts. I just I just literally I used to work. Uh, before going on a bachelor, I used to work downtown, and I would get to work an hour early. Yeah, dude. Just so I ain't got to deal with traffic. But yeah, so you so you grew up in Dallas. Is that where you were born? No, I was born in Colleen, Fort Hood. Uh, dude, I'm from Temple. Facts. That's what's up. Yeah, that's dope, dude. My dad has a law office in Colleen. That's nice. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. I was. Are you your pops uh, army? No, 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 no. But okay. he, I mean, everybody that he has all of his clients in Colleen are. Oh yeah, military if you, if you're base for Killeen, sure. Like you, nothing's in K Town but the army. Yeah. Well, I will say they're starting to grow a lot more. So. Yeah, no, I mean, that whole area, though, yeah. dude. Like, Waco Corpus used to be Cove, the most boring yeah. city in the world, and now it's kind of popping off. Oh. Temple, same thing. Waco Clean. has a Magnolia. Have you been there? No, with the people from the show, yeah. Chip and Joanna. Yeah, Chip and Joanna. Magnolia is I need to go. Huge. I need to go over there. My parents have been. They just, like, fell in love. They thought, said it was awesome. No, it is awesome. It's, it's like, downtownish though, right? And it's, like, they're, like, growing yeah, that kind of downtown. It's downtown. It's, a, it's kind of, like, parking lot expensive. <laughs> dude, see? Everything, man. But it's amazing, though, like... The layout is pretty dope. I like the exterior more than the interior. What do they have over there? I mean, like, is it like... Outside, it's kind of like you bring the kids. I don't have kids, but it's like an area. If I had kids, I'd bring them there. They got popcorn. They got like the grass area. They got like a little garden. Is it like just Chip and Joanna no, game they do, stuff? they do have a restaurant there, I think. Okay. Yeah, they have a restaurant, which is hella packed. They have Chipping Joanna Gaines. Chip and Joanna Gaines. Why? Uh, I, why I know their names, I, I don't know. But I, I, I used to like HGTV when I used hey, to have dude, cable. I watched that shit like crazy, man. I, <laughs> like I bro, HGTV, ESPN. That's pretty much it. That's all I need. You watch any like Food Network? I guess I should say ever? ABC now, right? Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, you got to shout out ABC. Come on. <laughs> I guess I should say ABC. That's funny. <laughs> all right. So you grew up in Dallas. Yeah. You yeah. born born in Colleen. Well, no, no. So I, I was born in Colleen. And then I traveled around the world, went to a bunch of elementary schools, live, lived in Germany, went to school over there, Washington, Arizona, uh, Virginia, Georgia, Texas, a few different places, uh, Austin, Irving, Grand Prairie. Oh, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. And then in sixth grade, I went to uh, two, I went to Sam Houston, and Irving, Texas, and then I went to uh, Jackson Middle School in Grand Prairie. Okay. And then I just, you know, stayed at that school in Grand Prairie. From when? From like? From like half sixth grade until, you know, I was done. So okay. it was just basically elementary school moving all over the place. Okay. And then like, and then it, was it out of high school essentially that you went to the, into the Air Force? No. Nah, so I was, uh, I remember, I'll never forget this. It's so funny. <laughs> I should bring this up to my mom. I said, mom, I'm about to graduate. I need some money for college. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was like, all right. <laughs> she was like, okay. And what you going to do about it? Yeah, yeah. I was like. There are places that give you money. Yeah, I was like, oh, jobs. That's how it's yeah, there's there's jobs, there's loans. <laughs> that's funny. And I've always been like a a financially forward thinking individual, even For as sure. a youngster. I'm still young. That's I sound old. When someone says youngster, like you sound you're, like an old person. In your twenties right? or are you no, in your thirties? I'm thirty one. I'm thirty three. Okay. Yeah, I'll be thirty two next month. Okay. Yeah, next month. Bruh, I'm about to be thirty two. Yeah, dude. You're yeah, getting next month. you're about to be mid thirties. Oh, uh, no, nah, don't say Don't old, put dude. that up on me, homie. Yeah, don't put that I'm on sorry, me. sorry, man. Mid-30s, I better have a child and a wife. And like, 
You're on your, I'd say you're on your Financially way. Financially free. <laughs> no, definitely. So uh, I told my mom, I said, uh, so I'm about to go to college, but I need some money. And she kind of like laughed me off. And so I went to community college because I refused to go into debt to further my education. That's like, smart, man. At that age, that's smart. My dad always told me the same thing, but I was I didn't realize that. No, nah, yeah. And that's nothing against anyone that has a degree, obviously. For sure. You, know, you have more formal education than I do because I still don't have a degree. Okay. Um, which most people don't know because I was a financial advisor, but that's yeah. a different story. That shows my personality. Yeah, dude. And uh, I was going to college, and then one month it came down to paying for rent or paying for tuition. Okay. Excuse me. So I paid for tuition, and I moved back home with my mom. And uh, that's like a hell no. Like, uh, <laughs> you can't live out on your own for party rock star lifestyle. And then go back home to mom. And then go back home to mom. Because my mom, is, she's super strict. Is she? She's like, one of those black Christian women depicted in movies. Sure. So like stereotypical. In the, in that stereotype, it's correct. Yeah. That's She's that super strong, beautiful um, Southern woman that when you come to my house or when you come to her house, you sure. better say hi. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's uh, cool though. From the front. And so, I was like, I'm, I'm on partying. Like she's like, we gotta be at church in the morning, baby. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you, go, you still go to church with her every Sunday and stuff? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So uh, I was just down there in uh, Dallas this past weekend at Posty Fest. You know, I got my mom and stuff. That's awesome. But uh, <laughs> so I moved back home with her, and that was like, that was just that was a no go. <laughs> that was definitely a no go. So how quickly into that were you just like, I can't do this anymore? Probably like day negative one. Oh, okay. So immediately, <laughs> yeah. Immediately. I just okay. knew it wasn't gonna work. But uh, I came up with four solutions. And I still remember it's crazy. I was like, do I want to become a massage therapist? Do I want to go to the military? Do I want to go to the military part-time and become a massage therapist? Or just military full-time? That sure. was my only options that I gave myself at that time. And I was, I was 20. And uh, I told my, I asked my uncle, who's the only person that at the time I, uh, I thought I would give his words credibility and acknowledge them. I want to say that with all respect to my other family members. That's awesome. And uh, he was like, what's going to make you a man the fastest? I'll tell you the answer to that. And I was like, yeah. I right, bet I'm going to the military. What's yeah. up? And so <laughs> I only was going to go to the Marines or to the Air Force because um, the Marines, they look the most badass. They look the best. They're super sharp. Uh, their stereotypes I actually like. They're jarheads. They're big and bad, and they whoop your ass. Yeah, so, dude. Oh, that's a, you got a trademark that, yeah. The, yeah, dude. And, um, and so I was like, <laughs> I like that stereotype. And then the other stereotype that I like was the Air Force, which is uh, – we're super intelligent. We don't work, but we get paid just as much as everybody else get paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're more, it's like more highbrow. Correct, yeah. correct. And so I was like, I thought about a little bit more, and then I said, uh, well, I don't want to be, I don't want my brain to be, brain. I don't want to be brainwashed. And I felt that the Marines would do that to me. So. Yeah. And that's nothing against Marines. I mean, I actually wanted to be a Marine, you know, at one point. And so I was like, no, I don't want to be brainwashed. I'm going to go to the Air Force. And then I took the ASVAB, scored high, and, you know, that was life. And that's the military entrance. Yeah, it's the ASVAB. Don't know what it stands for. ASVAB. It's but you take that, and then they'll place you in certain things. So, so you take that, depending on what you score, is ten different fields, right? Depending on what you score, they say. Let's say you want to be in um, Intel, right? Which is a pretty dope ass job, but yeah. you got to be pretty intelligent yeah. from a, a books perspective. If you don't score high enough, then they're like, Eddie, I'm sorry, you can't be in Intel, right? right? Which is what they would say. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't know you, homie. <laughs> they might say you're good, right? You might score really high on computers, you know? Right. Um, so that's another good thing. So I scored pretty good. Um, not a 99. I think that's the highest you can score. I scored, I think, a 70. Okay. Out of uh, There was this one dude, yo. He scored a 14. <laughs> like, he, it was four of us in the recruiter's car. The dude scored a 14. What did like, they say? Did they even let you in? 
No, you can't. Get, <laughs> no. So that's a fail. They're just like, sorry, dude. We're I not even taking you. I, at that time, I believe the lowest you can get in was a 36. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so you got a 70. Yeah, so it's not like, that's pretty good. you know, like in academic that we go up through, right? A 70 is a pass. You know, okay. 69 or below is a fail. ASVAB is a little bit different, right? Okay. You can score a 55 and still pass. That's cool. You know, it's just about what jobs can you do? Because they're not, there's it's 10 different fields, right? So right. if you score a 99, that means you're pretty intelligent on all fields, mm-hmm. right? I could score a 99 in mechanics, but score a zero on comprehension. Interesting. Right, and so therefore, they would average that out, be a 54, right? Okay, so, so you, your average score was a 70. I'm assuming that's how it works. Okay. I do know that you can score high in one and low in another and still get a high score. But you were high enough to where they were like, hey, man, you should probably go into this kind of cybersecurity yeah, type so, field. Yeah, so I, the only thing I did not want to do was be a cop, right? That was, This was back in 08, so it wasn't yeah. – it was prior to all this new stuff with the cops. Like It just it wasn't for that reason. I just wanted to be a cop. I wanted to be an airborne linguist, right, which is pretty – that's an amazing job. My ex-girlfriend's dad was an airborne linguist. It was pretty dope. An airborne linguist is – if I can go back into the military, that's what I would do, or be like a pararescue man. Airborne linguist is basically you're you do all the badass training, uh, but you also have that intelligence into where you learn another language, right? And next year, there's two goals I want to get. One is to uh, have a net net worth of one million, and then also to be fluent in Spanish. That's oh, my that's 2020 cool. goals, right? Far off from that million. So whoever listened to this, you're a big goal oriented guy. I take. I'm it. a huge yeah. goal oriented guy. That's awesome, man. Like huge. Like what I say happens just because. I worked my ass out to make it happen. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to, I want to learn language. And so I was like, airborne language, that's pretty dope. But I think I had depth perception and I had issues to where I couldn't do certain things. Okay. And so they were like, bro, you scored pretty good. We have this new career field coming out. You know, it's called, it's a cyber field. You know, cyber is new to the military. Cyber security or cyber surety is what it's technically called. I was like, I don't know nothing about computers, but what's up? <laughs> Let's do it. Te- teach me. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it. So that's kind of what I did. I, uh, then you go to tech school after boot camp. Tech school, bro, is whew. Was that hard, man? Tech school for me was definitely hard because I don't know nothing about computers. That would be hard for me. I'm I'm not quote unquote your average computer guy. Right. Like I'm not I don't look like a computer. When I look guy. at you, yeah. I don't see that. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but it was hard because I had to I'm so blessed for it though, because I my culture broadened so much, right? Definitely. Like I'd have been in Mosh Pitch with Metallica now, right? Right, you know? right, and right. So and so I just had a dope time. And got to learn different friends. Actually, my homeboy Brandon Morris. I'm meeting him after this right now. That's awesome. He was in my tech school too. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, so he lives here in San Antonio yeah, now. Yeah, met some lifelong it? homies. Uh, that's cool, dude. So that's really cool. I'm so blessed for that. And you like essentially protected the the Air Force like global network from hackers. Is Bro, that you what was going on? You said it absolutely. What's up? I've watched interviews with you. I know what's up. <laughs> that was my yeah. That was what we did. Yeah, that's cool. All right, sweet. <laughs> um, where yeah, where'd you get stationed? Uh, so my first duty station was the Azores. It's called, uh, well, it's in the Azores. It's called Lodges Field okay. Air Force Base. It's in Portugal. It's amazing there. Like, Dude, that sounds awesome. Top five places to retire, that's one of them. That's cool. Uh, people back people back in the Azores are super dope. They got a drink called Black Vodka. A little, have you ever had Black Vodka? No, I haven't even heard turn, of that. Yeah, uh, we Americans don't even know what they got over in Europe. It's amazing. <laughs> black Vodka, it's literally black and it's a vodka and it turns your, like at the end of the night in the club, Everyone looks ugly and disgusting because, yeah, like, yeah, your yeah. lips and your teeth and your <laughs> lips are all uh, tongue are all black. It's just amazing and disgusting at the same time. Oh, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> but I loved it over there. It's uh, the outdoors is amazing. I was in the best shape of my life, running on the beach every day, uh, getting 
to be with the local culture and just go to a restaurant and you're there for five hours, not 90 minutes like you hear in America. Okay. You know, you have wine and the food is so good because they're like, the meat is so fresh. Oh, and man. The vegetables, it's just amazing over there. And were you, obviously you're kind of into fitness and stuff now. Yeah. I assume that you work out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> were you into that back then? Did the military kind of get you into that? How'd, how'd you get into that? I mean, that? back in school, I played sports. Okay. Uh, I was whack, but I played sports. <laughs> I still beat anybody though because I'm super <laughs> cocky. I am cocky when it comes to sports. Uh, but confident. But I played um, sports growing up, but I wasn't ever into going to the gym and then I went to the military. Okay. And again, I'm six four black dude. Bro, you play basketball, somebody asked me, yeah, like, yeah, right, yeah. let's go. Yeah. And let's so do then, it. you know, at first I couldn't dunk and so then people talk noise. And so I'm like Yeah, yeah, they're gonna and talk. And then shit. that's how the that's the trickle <laughs> effect of me getting into so you can dunk athleticism. It now? I broke a backboard. When? Yeah. This is back in the day. I can't do it no more. You can't do that. Now anymore. I can dunk still easy. I can easily dunk, but I can't I'm not strong enough to like jam like onto Tikumpu. Antetokounmpo or whatever his name is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Giannis. Okay. That's cool. Um, so, okay, so you, you got out of the military. What what brought you to San Antonio? Been here like six years, right? Yeah, six years, January 4th, I believe it is. Okay, January cool. 4th of 2020 will be six years. Um, so I, after the Azores, I moved to Lake and Heath, which is in England. And after that, I remember telling my ex, I was like, hey, I'm moving back to America. What's up? And she was like, okay, cool. And so I chose to move to San Antonio because cybersecurity okay. uh, is really amazing in San Antonio. Dude, yeah, okay, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, and also I wanted to, I was 25 years old when I got out of the military, turning 26. Yeah, wow. And I didn't want to move back home to Dallas just because I felt like I wasn't fully mature. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to mature and be the man that I see for myself. You wanted to be your own man, yeah. Yeah, and so I didn't want to know, uh, like I'm super particular on who my friends are to this very day. Like, and will always be that way. So in San Antonio, I don't have many friends just because, for example, if you're a dude and you cheating on your lady, I ain't trying to be your friend. Or yep. if you're not about your business, I ain't trying to be your friend. Like, And so I wanted to move to a different area outside of Dallas to establish those relationships. And and yeah, so create these new yeah. relationships in a new city and yeah, yeah kind of like forge your own life type thing. Correct. Absolutely. That's cool. Absolutely. Nice. Um, and where did you jump around town, live in different places? Bro, I don't live everywhere in San Antonio. So yeah. Let me start off. I live at the Estates at Briggs Ranch, which is uh, over there off 90, right yeah, by the base. I don't even know where that is. Bro, it's, it's nothing over there. This is, <laughs> Mind you, I had never been to San Antonio Right, prior that's how to, I moved here. I didn't know anything either, yeah. so I, I feel you. I was like, oh, let me move here. It's cheap rent, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's four minutes away from my job at the time. Yep. Uh, I was a contractor when I got out of the military. And then I moved from Estates at Briggs Ranch, and then I think I moved to, uh, I ain't going to name all of them. I was at the, yeah. the park at West Ave. I was at uh, the Big Tex. I was at... Uh, I ain't gonna say where I live at now. I've been everywhere. I've lived like seven different places. I know places. where you live. You told me. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> uh, okay, so but you said big text. So yeah. we're gonna we're about to dive into it. Let's do it. Uh, so that's where you had a friend. That's where you were kind of introduced to the show, The Bachelor. Ashley, yes. Ashley was your friend, and she would have like those weekly these these weekly watch parties. I always hear about yeah. that people have. And yeah. they watch it, yeah. and they invite people over, and they're drinking wine, and they're yeah. drinking vodka, yeah. exactly. and they're yelling at the exactly. TV. Exactly, <laughs> That's what it is. And so she was like, yeah, why don't you come over and like hang out and watch yeah. the show? And you were like, whatever, but I'll come over. Yeah, 100%. That's what, so you, you you knew the show, but you never watched yeah, it. Yeah, I'd have heard of it. It's yeah. like I've heard of a, the show called The Shots. Somebody told me about it yesterday, but I've never seen the show. Okay. You know? So you watched it. What, Sons, your, Sons of Anarchy. I've never watched Sons of Anarchy. It's crazy. That's know. wild. Do you I watch like Game of Thrones and stuff? I've never watched Game of Thrones. You are wild. For Breaking that. Bad is the best show in the history of man, though. 
literally my favorite show of all time. I was just rewatching season five yesterday for like the twelfth time in a row. I rewatched the entire series as well. Like I say, dude, that's season four is my favorite season though. Gus. Oh yeah, don't tell people. <laughs> I got friends that haven't watched it either. It's guys, Breaking Bad. Just yeah. just get on Breaking there, Bad. They deserve like we deserve a, a check for this. Yeah, like. <laughs> dude, that's that's tight. I'm glad I'm glad you feel that way because that is my favorite show. Yeah. All right, so you go to this thing. What was your first? Okay, so you're coming from you're a Breaking Bad guy. You yeah. see The Bachelor. Yeah. What what's your first reaction to the show? Did you even for a second have any inkling like oh maybe one day I'd do something like no. that? No. Yeah, you weren't in the, even in H-E that H E double hockey sticks. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, no, I just went over there. Uh, well, firstly, one of my neighbors, Kim, she thought I was like an escort, right? Because I was a financial advisor. <laughs> and I would come home super late at night because I was right. working my butt off, right? And I was always in a suit. Were you like dressed up? Yeah. Yeah. I was always in a suit. I had like a super dope apartment at the end of the hall. <laughs> and she, she said, she's like, Mike, you're a good looking uh, young guy. Always in a suit. Never, ever home. Right. That's you're what that always is. always traveling. You're an escort. It's a good guess. <laughs> like, no. Like, <laughs> what? Out of all the things, I could be a doctor. I don't know. That's great. Right. But, uh, oh, I don't think doctors wear suits. But <laughs> Ashley, she lived there as well. She's homies with my friend Vanessa. Uh, shout out to Vanessa. And she just said, come over. I was like, all right, I ain't got nothing else to do. Because uh, mind you, I'm really, uh, despite what people feel and believe about me, I am truly antisocial. Right. <laughs> like, I really, really am. So you keep to yourself. Yeah, I stay to myself. I read all the time. I got a book in my car right now. That's cool. And uh, she t- invites me over. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I go over there, you know, get some wine, mm-hmm. wine down with everybody. She has her dog having a good time. It's like, maybe 10 people there eating popcorn talking shit <laughs> and uh i probably said oh she cute yeah to one of the girls on there yeah you know and that was it i didn't think nothing of it at all and she said i'm gonna apply for you i'm gonna like you know audition whatever however the case goes i'm gonna right yeah whatever happens she said that she's going to put in the paperwork for me to get on the show she wanted to see you be on the show yeah she said i'm gonna be the bachelor one day and so i was like yeah whatever okay okay so that was that <laughs> yeah. that happened whatever you're interested about two years show. ago whatever yeah Fast forward and, and interrupt me if I don't have my facts straight. But fast forward two years, basically, yeah, yeah. You're you're at your job, yeah. You 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 get a text message or something. Something pisses you off, upsets you, frustrates you a little bit. And you like toss your phone across the room. Yeah. And your buddy is he like your coworker at the time? Yeah, Mark. Yeah, uh, Mark R- Ramirez uh, works at Northwestern Mutual. Great homie. Okay. Uh, working his butt off as financial advisor. Okay, so he's like, dude, what's 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 going on? What's wrong? And you're just, what were you just frustrated by, a girl? Was it you going through a breakup? What was what was kind of going on? No, nah, so I am a, I, I don't get into many relationships at all, just because I feel like if I say, hey, yeah. would you be my girlfriend? And if you agree to be my girlfriend, I'm your boyfriend. I think that there may be a possibility that we may get married down the road, right? That's your goal, yeah. Yeah, like I, I personally, what's the, what's the point of getting in a sure. relationship if you, if I don't see you as my future partner? And that's just how I think. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but uh. So, and a part of this is my fault. I want to take responsibility for what I did, right? Like, I was just having relations, and I didn't get, I wasn't finding what I wanted, right? I want a real relationship. Right. Um, and I was having a dilemma because, like, I was like, I like you, but then, okay, boom. There's a few things I don't like no more, so let me move on, right? And that was just happening too much. Like, maybe my breath stank too much, so she sat really far away from me, right? Sure. And so, I'm like, man, you sit too far away from me. Yeah. And so, I'm being facetious, but... <laughs> For whatever reason, I wasn't finding happiness uh, in relationships, and so I just threw my phone down. And uh, I told my homie, he just bust out laughing. <laughs> He's like, "Bro, what the problems you have? Like, you know, people would like to have." And I'm like, "Well, the happiness I was ever in when it came to another person was when I was in a relationship." Right. And I'm like, "That's what I want. Like, can a brother be happy and get married? And, you know, do all that corny stuff, and you know, 
have kids go to the, you know go walk and take corny photos you know sure. you know the you know the photo with your girl she's holding your hand and you take a picture of her yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like that picture that's on, what you want on IG I want that I want yeah. the corny stuff I don't yeah. care I said it and uh <laughs> and he was just dying laughing or whatever yeah. and I'm like I'm being dead serious my homie Bryson he knows this so after he laughs we start talking about something else like six months later he's like bro apply for this show and. Literally, it was a Thursday. I was off work that day. If right. it was not because I was off work, I would not have done it. Wow. But I was off work on that Thursday. So, and it was in Houston. And mind you, again, I'm anti-social. I don't have many friends. I'm really to myself. So I was like, I ain't got nothing else to do on my off day. So yeah. I drove down to Houston. So you had to go to Houston to yeah, apply. I drove and so to they Houston. want to see you. They have like casting call type thing. They have, everybody's different. Like some of the homies from the show, you know, they good looking. It's whatever. So they get like, they hit them up in their DMs. Okay. Especially if they have like a lot of followers. So it might whatever. be like model type guys or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like Influencers. Homies, yeah. Well, not everyone, but some of them are, right? Okay. Uh, some of the homies look, they're really good looking people. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a cute teddy bear myself, but yeah, some of them are good looking people. And so therefore they have like a lot of followers. And so some of the producers just hit them up. Right. Or you live in LA, Chicago, New York. Obviously that's a place to where you can get. It's a hotbed seen. for that type of talent. Yeah, right? yeah. No offense, but San Antonio is not that spot. Right? Sure. And so I drove up to Houston uh, it was at the aquarium, right? And I'm such a believer of just being positive. Like that's all I'm trying to do with IG on my IG and on my social media and LinkedIn and uh, Twitter is a little different beast. You got to come harder on Twitter. You got to yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm starting to learn Twitter. You Be gotta, a little edgy. Yeah, I'm like yeah. 50 Cent when it comes to Twitter. Yeah, I'm yeah, trying yeah. To, not to do that, but hey, that's what they want, <laughs> and that's what they treat me like. So get it, and um. So I try to be always positive and right. And I have a DV plate. So I'm a disabled veteran or whatever. And I was parking in DV because there was no more parking spots. And it was this dude, old guy, maybe in his 70s, with like somebody in his passenger seat, like his son, probably in his 30s. Okay. And he was like, yo, uh, do you need that spot? And I was like, no, nah, I'm good, homie. And so I moved and they parked in there. And then I come back out and I find another spot. And his son was in a wheelchair, right? Wow. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm able-bodied. So I'm like, sure. I don't need that parking spot. Sure. So I was really happy that he got that parking spot because he was closer, right? And then we go upstairs and we get there on time. And it's just that guy, myself, and at the time, maybe 50 girls, right? Okay. And me and the homie start chopping it up or whatever. Bro, I wish I remember your name, bro. I love you, homie. I just auditioned. And then I wore a suit. I I, I didn't do nothing. I didn't do no research or nothing. I just went up in there and like, oh, I should wear a suit because I'm a financial It was probably advisor. a good thing. You know, you go in blank <laughs> canvas. Just yeah. like, I'm, I'm here. Let's, let's do it. Hey, pro tip for all the people that want to be on the show. I was told by everyone it's a great thing that I didn't know nothing about the show. Yep. Like they said, that's a fantastic thing because I had literally no idea. I was just being myself fluidly. Like I say the word homie a lot. I have tattoos. That's right? what they want. They like, want they that just, authenticity, they want you, which right? you, I think that's why people like you so much. I appreciate that. And so uh, it's just me. And so I go up in there and do the audition. I mean, I had a book with me, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. I'm always reading, right? Yeah, yeah. Literally, I'm like, this is going to be a long ass wait. So I'm going to get to bring my book. Like literally, Everything I did was just me. I wore a suit because I'm a financial advisor. Like yeah, I'm trying to, yeah. I'm thinking that's how you're supposed to dress, right? <laughs> All these things are leading up to just this, and uh, it was crazy, bro. When I left, it was probably maybe a 900 girls to maybe 50 guys. That's wild. 100 guys, maybe. So it was girls like crazy. Girls yeah. were all over trying to. And girls with their family and parents, like they thought I was a bachelor. Like Damn. I had girls come up to me. It was crazy. For real. Death like series. that day. That day. Wow. And uh, girls came up to me and like. Their parents did as well, which is the craziest thing. I'm like, no, nah, I'm just kind of here auditioning with you. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just a person. Yeah, I just, just live in San Antonio, man. I'm, I'm nothing. Did, did you find out 
in anything that day or no it, oh my so it God. takes time so no, you did it, it and you went so back to san antonio and you were like well i did that literally forgot about it okay yeah 100 percent forgot i believe yeah. it was last october and i was at i was with denise my home girl i'm calling everybody out yeah, <laughs> she's good. a financial advisor as well she's a co-worker with mark and um uh, we were just catching up on something i think we were talking about some like strategy or whatever and then uh i saw my I saw my other homie, so as she left, I was hanging out with my other homie, and I got a phone call Okay. from California. I'm like, who the hell? I don't know nobody in Cali. And, um, Please tell me you answered it. No, I told my homie to answer the phone, right? And they were on the phone for maybe like 45 seconds, and then they hung up the phone. I'm like, who was it? And they said, uh, it's a bill collector. I'm like, okay, cool. And we kept on going about our conversation. Then literally, bro, like 10 seconds after she said it was a bill collector, I'm like, let me call it back. I called the number back. And they're like, hey, it's so-and-so from The Bachelorette. What? Dead serious. <laughs> Dude, that's wild. And so what they just said? They said, so-and-so from The Bachelorette, uh, you know, you want to take you to the next stage. And so I went to Dallas a few times, like twice, I think. They flew me out to L.A. like twice. Uh, I sent in like an audition tape, which I waited to the very last minute because I was like, they don't want me. I'm like, I'm just a, being quite transparent. I'm like, I'm a black dude tatted up in San Antonio working as a financial advisor. I'm not their typical fare. Correct. Yeah. Right? That's what I was thinking. And uh, so I literally waited. Huh. I think they were getting mad at me. They were starting to text me like every single day, multiple times a day. Mike, send us your freaking uh, your tape or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, all right. So literally when I got off work one day, I did it right then and there. Again, there was no script. I do everything. You just flew it and just natural, right? What was it? Just like a, I'm Mike Johnson and. I, I had my laptop up recording me. And uh, I had watched, uh, what's that movie uh, with Tom Cruise where he comes out with his uh, no pants on but he has his underwear on risky like, business risky business yeah. i did that little come out thing or whatever you did right. not. dead serious bro <laughs> so i just had my laptop on i had sabrina i had i'm sorry alina Baraz playing uh make me feel it's a wonderful song had that song playing and just ran out there literally just got off work i still had my shirt on i just took off my pants i was like, all right let's get this video done That's so did it answer the questions sent it in so the rest was history um a few more interviews and then the rest was history and so then you were an official. Did your parent, your family know you were doing all this, or did you kind of keep it from them until? I probably kept them from them until like maybe January. So I did the original casting in Houston, I think last 2018 July. I didn't get a call back until October. Okay. Because I forgot from July to October, I'm like, oh, I forget. And then in January when it started getting like they were really starting to call back, I'm like, all right, mom, I might be doing this thing. Yeah, just so you know, I might because you probably got to tell work too. Yeah, There's probably yeah, like some, yeah. some things they, you have to do. Yeah, when they started trying to do the background checks and all that, I'm like, all right, let, let the boss man know. Okay. That's how I did that. And then I think I found out literally like the very end of February, like maybe February 28th, something like that. And then I was gone. That's wild. The second week of March. So, they, yeah, they were like, you're flying out. And where, where do you fly out to? Uh, L.A. And was your family excited? Were they, they, they fans of the show? You have sisters, right? No, I have, yeah, I have a little sister. None of my family watched the show ever. <laughs> okay, so they were like, "Well, I guess he's doing this thing. He's gonna be yeah. on TV." No, cool. Yeah, none of us, y'all just didn't know, man. You're not in knew. that world. Like, My yeah. family watches the show. Yeah. I've watched probably five or six seasons of both, like back in the yeah. day. Nice. Uh, and and yeah, my family's into it. I mean, they're freaking out right now that I'm just talking to you. So <laughs> you know, no, the, the, I, the, I your family was not that about. family. That's interesting. No, which is I think uh, again, it's just good. I didn't I know how big helped. the show was. Yeah, my mom was so. Uh, Logie, I'll use that terminology, lackadaisical. Yeah. Uh, as was I. Yeah. As was my grandma. Yeah. Like, none of us knew how big it was. My great grandma was there when we filmed her from the very first episode. Right. When I said I had one more woman to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
my great grandma was like, all she said was, I think, rub her feet and listen to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> That's funny. So when did you finally start to get, when did it kind of sink in that, okay, because you knew it was on ABC, you knew like a little bit about it. But I knew but, it was on ABC. The only thing I watch on ABC is like, if there's football on ABC, sure, okay, yeah, I don't even I have mean, cable. same like, here. Like, but that's so I'm trying to imagine me and your, you know, in yeah. your position. When did you finally first get that inkling? Like, okay, this is way bigger than I realized it was. I didn't. So I'm on the show. I think we're in L.A. for in the mansion for three weeks. Didn't realize it at all. Okay. Um, and then when we go to Rhode Island, and then there's like a there was literally a thousand girls mm-hmm. plus screaming our names they were waiting for you like, and all the other guys yeah like okay. on our whatever date that was they oh, were, was a they, group date it was a group date okay. i said uh it was a rugby date they were like john paul john jpj they're like mike <laughs> like, like they were saying certain uh, certain names or whatever and i was like oh my god that was when it hit me so w- when you're out there that what did you say the house was in la that you were were staying in with all the guys like where was the like the main house uh, it's somewhere. I'm not gonna say where, but it's somewhere. So you can't say where it is, but yeah. it's it's yeah. somewhere out there. I'll okay. say it's Peter lives right next to the house. <laughs> okay. 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 Cool. <laughs> yeah. Did you live in a big house? I mean, was that all kind of real? You live in a house with the guys, and yeah, all. y'all just kind of hang out. That's and real. So y'all, y'all get along. I, What's that like? Uh, the way it goes is, let's say you go. Uh, Hannah wants to take you on a date, right? Yeah. And you want to go on a date with Hannah. Hopefully, you want to go on a date with Hannah. Sure. Yeah. Let's say she takes you on a date. The rest of us guys are just in the house chilling all day. No cell phone. No yeah, because you can't have any of that. Nah, no outside world. Of phone. That's crazy. Which I think is, I think is awesome though, because one, it helps the relationship. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not going to be talking about, bro. Did you just see like the Lakers and the Spurs? That was a really good it's game the other true, day, right? right? You're focused on yeah. This I'm thing. focused on her. I'm focused on what I want to tell her. I'm focused on trying to make sure that every ounce and time I have with her, I can get the most out of it. Right. I'm trying to squeeze it the most out of it. And so I think it's really good for that. And also. It helps you grow as a person. Yeah, dude. Because me, for me, I'm super jovial. Yeah. But I am big time on needing my space on me. Like, like you said, uh, you keep to yourself a little mm-hmm. bit. All of a sudden, you're just entrenched with all these other guys. Yeah. You got to kind of. I'm assuming a lot of them are kind of real broy, like outgoing guys. Yeah. I mean, which I am too. I'm. I'm also super alpha. Yeah. So I ain't worried about it. That's true. I guess I'm. I'm a aberrant in that nature. Like I try to be. Uh, I'm an introvert. Yeah. But. I mean, I brought my books there while I was there as well. But, I mean, people talking to you, I'm going to talk back to you, you know. Cam's playing his accordion. Uh, Jed's playing the guitar. Cam is being a rapper. Tyler and Dylan working out with Connor. You know, I'm, I'm going to go kick it with him. So everybody's kind of doing their own thing. Yeah. Y'all are working out, cooking, like, big meals together, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. That's Cam, cool. Cam, in the beginning, was uh, he was he was really nice and cooked us a lot of breakfast. That's cool. Yeah. And so when it's time for you to go on the show, they come and just tell you, and, hey, you have your date with Hannah. No, nah, like you know, when you wake up, you put on the microphones. Yeah, yeah, and see. you're you're just recorded the whole day. So you're just going. Yeah, you just it's it's real. Like nothing is. People always ask me, this lady at Posty Fest. She she I saw her face and her facial reaction. She kind of got annoyed with me. She was like, "So I just have one question. Is it real?" I'm like, "Yeah," and she looked at me with a scowl, like, "You lying?" I'm like, "No, it's like it's straight up. Like so, all the things that we said are." genuine to us yeah. who we are right i brought my durag here right yeah <laughs> like i chose to wear it on air yeah. I, that's who i am you know it's just it's all real i don't know why people continue to think that it's not well i think people see like there was one season that i kind of stopped watching it was just i was like i can't do it anymore <laughs> i don't know if you know what i'm talking about because you didn't watch the show either before but there was that guy like f- seven or eight seasons ago that would What's wear a, a mask i don't know his name 
but he started the show and he, he came out of the limo wearing this weird mask and he did not take the mask off for like five or six episodes and she just kept him around the whole time what and my sister and i would get into these arguments about it and that's, i was like this is so weird that's I don't, weird i can't I, do it i can't do this that's, anymore that's weird. and she was like no i'm sure they're just not showing other interactions that he has with her and all this stuff <laughs> so i think some people see that and they're like okay well all this whole thing so is... if i saw that i would definitely agree with you right okay uh that's weird okay i can tell you from my season my time with hannah uh my time on the show it's real like that's awesome if, if i want to do something let's say i want to do something for hannah right and there was something i wanted to do you have to tell the producers, hey, I want to do this for Hannah. Okay. But they're like, okay, you can't do that because of, there was something I want to do with fireworks, right? In that area in, in, in California, they have permits that you can't use fireworks, right. right? So that's why we have to tell the producers what we want to do. Or since we don't have access to certain things, I want to do fireworks. They have to be the ones that go to the store and get them, right? Okay. And so I guess that is the only aspect to where the producers help you. Uh, but as far as if I decide to kiss Hannah, I'm going to try and make a move on it, right? Right. It's, I don't, yeah. So you can do what you want to do, basically. You need to run some things by them, especially yeah. if it's like an overt thing, like yeah. display of a fact, you know, thing you want yeah. to do. Like when Connor did something really sweet, he got the sticky notes, right? Right. He, he, where does he get sticky notes from, right? Yeah. You know, he's like, hey, producer, can you give me some sticky notes? Eddie? Okay. They gave him some sticky notes. So that's cool. So they'll yeah. help you out, you know? Yeah. He didn't know, they didn't know what he was going to write on it, but right. it's, it's real stuff, right? When I told Hannah, I'm like, hey, can somebody get her a tissue? Yeah. Like, I didn't even know I said that until I watched the show back like everyone else okay. did, right? It's just genuine things, you know, that we do. Uh, when Luke would have his his time on the air, right? That was being that was Luke being Luke, yeah. right? Um, so that's that's just, they just accommodate each individual, yeah, character now, and personality. Correct. Yeah. That they can um, like right now, right? So when I'm at the gym. I'm flicking my tongue. I may be using more colorful words, right? Uh, but then when I'm here, when I'm with my mom, I not one colorful word comes out my mouth, right? Yeah. Both are true of who I am, right? right? I'm at the gym. I'm using colorful words. I'm at church. I'm definitely not using colorful words, definitely. right? And so they're both who I am. And so if you're the producer, if you show that side, then that's just the side that you show to me. Okay. But I will tell you, the side that is you throughout is what's going to be shown. Okay, that's cool. It's. And now the dude with the mask, right? No, I was that's, just that's, that was my weird. own personal curiosity. Yeah, that's, that's just weird. I, I I don't I don't know about that one. If so, I wanted to go out there, I heard Jordan because Kimball, uh, I heard in prior seasons he wore like gold shorts or something. Right. That's Jordan. Yeah, that seems like that's just that's real. Just, yeah, that Jordan just a funny idiot. <laughs> that's just he's just funny guy, you know. So you're um like you said a second ago, you're an alpha guy, probably ultra competitive in certain ways. Very much so. You want to win. Obviously, you had this genuine connection with with Hannah on the show from from kind of the get go. Are you, are you good at just kind of focusing on her and and like zeroing in on what you need to do for that relationship to thrive, or does that competitive nature also come in and you have to kind that's, of there's contention with the other guys? Like, how do you balance that? One of my favorite questions that's in, that I've been asked since the show. I appreciate that. Um, so I'm an ultra competitive guy, but when it comes to things of the heart. There's no competition whatsoever in that. And you can see that on the very first episode, I say in the hit note, never in the history of man has someone fallen in love within 20 minutes. Right. Huh. I'll tell that to Luke. And that's, that was real because like we felt, well, I'll say I'm not going to include no one else. I felt that Luke had some care for her, but then also wanted to win her. And that's the wrong thing to do. You should right. uh, establish a relationship with her if she's the one for you. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think the very first thing I said out the limo, I was like, oh, you're really pretty. I literally think I said, I think Hannah said, 
well, thank you. I'm glad that you feel that way because it might be bad if you didn't, right? Yeah. That's how straight up I am, right? So that's just like a candid comment that you made. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, oh thank, thank God. You're really pretty, right? <laughs> like, if you weren't, mm, might be. Because y'all didn't know what she looked like, did you? Did you um, have any idea? The day before, they okay. allowed us to watch, uh, I think it was the, the day when Cam came out and rapped and he got the, right. the first rose. Yeah, I, yeah. I forget the title of that episode. Uh, it was like the last episode of Colton and Cassie. Okay. And then Hannah came out. They announced her. Then they brought out five guys. It was Connor, Cam, Dustin, and I forget the other two guys that they brought out. And, but uh, you got to watch that. Yeah, we got to watch that. So I knew what she looked like, but then I get to see her in person. I'm like, okay, you're a cutie. Yeah, so you're happy. Yeah, I was happy. And then <laughs> I tried to just establish a relationship based on that. Like, okay. just not on her looks, but based on being around her. Multiple times I told Hannah, you know, I'm like, I like how you handled that situation. I like you a little bit for that. Yeah. Yeah, straight up. That's I think a lot of the guy, I bet that's hard for a lot of people to put everything else to the side, to the periphery a little bit and be able to focus on the the yeah. person. Hell yeah. I ain't going to front. Like the hard, uh, one of the hard things was when uh, we did a group date. I forget which country. We were in the fish market. See, that'd be hard for me. Latvia. And um, we watched Jed kiss Hannah in front of us. That's wild. And I'm like, bro, that's my girl, homie. <laughs> like. Like, bro, what you like, Eddie, what you kissing my girl for, bro? Like, yeah. right now, I would yeah. do something differently, right? But on the show, I signed up for that, right? And so a part of you makes you want to grab Hannah and take her away so you can have her attention. But then a part of you is like, I know what's good, homie. I, I know what I got. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so, so staying positive and staying confident. And like you said, that kind of. Yeah, and you have persona. to decide how you want to. I think it's a beautiful thing, honestly. I think it's a really cool experience experience to see yeah. how you will react right and um hannah said that she liked that she felt that that was a very manly thing to do mm-hmm. you know and so i can't disagree for her her opinions you know she said that was a very manly thing to do i'm like all right cool right and so but those are things that you can say you like when cam uh interrupted a group date he can't just drive over there right he's like to the producers hey can you drive me over there right, right? that those are the things though you know, he can't just hop in a car. Like, we don't have that ability. But he asked them. That wasn't, I guess that's the question. Was that, is that like the producer's idea with like, you should do this? Or is he like, hey, I, I'm, I want to do this. I'm, I wasn't there in that conversation, but I'm pretty darn sure it was Kim saying, can okay. I do this? Right. Cool. And then there was a whole thing that was edited out when Jonathan and I stayed up all night long. Cause like for me and my military background, I want to make sure that all my homies, are okay and cam wasn't on that date and so when it was time to go to bed i was checked to make sure everyone's good to go and cam wasn't there right and so i was getting super paranoid and super scared for cam's safety i mean we looked all over the house uh and then it became a whole debacle and that's when we found out that he did that that he did that where he you was pissed i was like i was more so like oh there's no games in this. i mean there's no rules in this oh right? yeah yeah it like makes you reevaluate yeah, the whole like what am i gonna do now yeah yeah exactly and so that's, that's where it's like I want Hannah's attention, mm-hmm. you know? And so, and then you still have to balance it. Well, I'm never going to deviate from who I am as a man. Right. I'm not going to disrespect you, Eddie, because you're on a date with Hannah and she wanted to go on a date with you. Right. I don't care what the case is. Cam didn't care. Right. And so that, that was on camera, not the producer. So that's all real stuff. Okay. I briefly wanted to ask about uh, my boy, Chris Harrison. I don't know yeah, if y- y'all ever got to like hang out with him. If y'all, yeah, you know, whatever. I just would, I'm like, 
last week, I think. That's okay. Cool. My my sisters and I would always make jokes about Chris Harrison. How he has, we would call it the easiest job in entertainment. Essentially, he'd come, he'd be there introducing for the show. He yeah. bounced the rest of the show unless there was like some drama and he had to kick someone off or like yeah. come sit someone down and talk to him. Yeah. And then in the end, he would you know lead the row ceremony and then and then back off type thing. But yeah, did you did you get to interact with him much? What's no, he, what's definitely. he like as a guy? And uh, just curious, bro, Chris is he's a really cool guy like i have nothing bad to say about him. he's a down-to-earth human being uh he's a shit talker like i am okay. he's uh he's a like you and i just cool cool human being he's about his business which i love and i can respect and admire um he's very professional but he's very cool like he plays spades he he shoots the shit you know his sons go to college talk about his kids right that's cool yeah, he's just he's a he's a human being you know you have probably have a decent amount of downtime while filming the show right well that dude's busy i, I don't know how he does it like because he does you know millionaire as well he does a lot of stuff yeah yeah and so he's flying around the world oh my god we say his job is easy and i say we because i say it as well prior to being on the show right right but this dude is up at four in the morning then that's has to saying. probably catch a flight somewhere to do some other show and then see it gives us the, the, the you know the third party the layman the person watching on TV some perspective as to how yeah. busy that guy actually is yeah, when Chris I look is at it and I think very he's very busy not doing anything he's extremely busy like it's cool all the time he's been doing that show for like tw- twenty seasons now or something hasn't yeah, he yeah twenty years he was a, you know he's been the only which he's the goat he's Dude. the Tom Brady of uh, hosting he's the Tom Brady of hosting yeah. but he could go even longer than Tom Brady. Tom Brady said he's going to go till forty five he yeah. just said that like last I think week Tom Brady will 100%. I think he will too he's forty yeah. right. 41. 41, I think. Um, so you got pretty far on the show. It was week eight, right? Uh, yeah. Week seven, like week eight, something, something like, that, like yeah. that. So the show ends. What 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 do you do? Kind of how do you, what's that transition to normal life like um, a little bit? Firstly, it's like, I mean, you got dumped, so you're upset. Yeah, it's like, whoa. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's, you just got dumped, right? <laughs> uh, while the camera's right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it's not a, a happy feeling at all literally it's not then you depending on where you are i can only speak for myself because i i know what happened to me mm-hmm. um they put me in a hotel a different hotel so like they take your bags because you can't talk to the guys no more like you lose your friends they Some, do yeah, so what like, they're showing you on tv yeah it's, is it's what it's happens real. they like, just they, grab your shit you're gone yeah like it's it's real <laughs> life like they're like hey eddie you're about to go on a one-on-one with hannah pack your bags just in case the producers okay. don't know. Okay. No one knows. No one knows. Yeah. Only Hannah knows what she wants to do. That's wild. Right? And so. And were you surprised? Everybody said that one-on-one. Again, I didn't watch it, but everybody said yeah. that one-on-one was a really good one-on-one. I Well, one, I would say they got to show me more than, I smile, but I mean, damn, I have conversation as well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Right. Okay. I smile a lot, but because I'm a jovial and just happy, positive individual. So you wish they would have shown more of life. the. Conversation. Uh, I'm not saying that, but I'm just letting people know that he listened to your podcast that I do have conversation. Yeah. And I thought we had a great one on one. Okay. I really did. I wasn't going to lie to her at all. I wasn't going to do anything that was nefarious from who I am and my character. Right. And so we had a great time and I wasn't the man for her. Yeah. I'm I'm a phenomenal man. I've said it before and I'll say it again. And I just wasn't the man for him. You just weren't the guy for her. Yeah. And so. And that's okay. That's perfectly fine yeah. it's not about winning it's about finding connection i continue to say that i say it every time i get a chance to speak and that's what i'll always stick by and that's what hannah sticks by so i love it that's cool so you you leave they mm-hmm. that your bags are packed you're gone mm-hmm. you you get on a plane you fly back to san antonio coolest thing right so the next day or the after you get dumped or whatever and after you get time to like calm down yeah um they're like okay so where do you want to fly to they'll give you a one way anywhere cool. 
That's so cool. I could be like, yeah, I want to go to Iceland. They that's just, what you did? Nah, I went to San Antonio. Oh, okay. I came back to San Antonio. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, I came back to San Antonio, and then I was like, mm, I don't want to go to work for a little bit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I wanted to go see family. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you traveled around Dallas, Atlanta, some of that? Yeah, yeah. I wanted to go see family. Saw some family, and yeah. they consoled you a little bit? Yeah, just did that. Saw the family. My grandma wasn't doing too well, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Down, I went to see her in Augusta. Shout out to her. She's well, Grandma Shirley. That's great. So like I said, I, I you didn't really watch the show before. <laughs> I don't really watch the show. So I didn't know who you were through that bachelorette sphere that every, yeah. you know, you're always going to have your bachelor, what do they call them? Bachelor nation. Yeah. Always going to have those people who mm-hmm. are, you know, into all the contestants. They know everybody, but you kind of transcended that whole, you were like a media sensation a little bit to the point where I knew who you were just from going on Buzzfeed and like going on the internet. <laughs> like you were, you were like that's, a, that's wild. you were an internet sensation man for a while uh, and still wow. are. I just saw a BuzzFeed article like two days ago about you. And (laughs) I guess I'm wondering, like you went clearly, that's what they like so much about you is that you were this authentic guy just from San Antonio, military guy, you know. Don't even know I'm in a BuzzFeed article. Like, Yeah, (laughs) you don't even know this stuff. Like what's it like going from just normal guy? Like you said, you're an introvert. You like keep to yourself for the most part to all of a sudden you're just this. I mean, for a period of time, one of the most famous men in America. That's wild. What, what is that? I mean, how, when you get back to San Antonio, are things just so different, or can you still kind of go about your life? What's that like? Bro, a I was bit? still going to Walmart. You know, okay. Uh, still doing everything the exact same. Okay. Like never change in that regard. I'll always be changing and growing, you know. But nah, same dude. Don't even know I'm in articles or whatever. Like people send me stuff. I'm like, so you're oh, not go- googling your name every morning when you wake nah. up. I don't have cable still, right? Okay. Like, I don't search for myself. I actually took off Bachelor, you know, on your phone. Like, I was on the show, and obviously, my sister, people would send me things, and so I would click on the links, right? So, therefore, your phone starts to send you more stuff like that. Okay. Right? I literally put on my phone, I don't want to see stuff like this. Okay. Like, I, that's nothing against the show. It's just, that's just my personality. I don't. That's why I don't know about this BuzzFeed article you're yeah. talking about. I don't know these things until people show me. Right? I mean, you're just sitting at your house rewatching Breaking Bad, and you don't. You don't yeah, know like I'm, I'm, just, I'm just Mike Johnson. You feel me? I'm just a regular dude doing the same thing. I'm still going to my Bible studies on Tuesday. Okay, like I'm just the same old guy. But same you're getting noticed you. around town. I mean, you're getting pictures. It, you're yeah, six, you're I mean, six yeah, four, dude. Yeah. It's hard to hide. Yeah, for one, yeah, it is hard yeah. to hide. Uh, but then, uh, like I was at the game the other day, the Spurs and Lakers. Right? People will say, you know, shout out or whatever, and I would. I love taking pictures and having conversations. That is beautiful, right? Um, my IG's different. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, people, that's, that's got to change. Uh, people definitely are a lot more positive and a lot more negative uh, towards me, right? So I have, there's, you're, you're, like today, I tweeted something that my homeboy said, and some individual on Twitter was like, this looks exactly like what I posted. I'm like, oh, my homeboy just said this, you know? Right. And um, he was like, next time you do it, you need to post me. I'm like, yeah, whatever, bro. Right, yeah, cool. yeah. But like prior to this no one cared what world, you said. no one would care. Right? Yeah. But now, Eddie, if you told me something that you found on Facebook, yeah, and I thought it was funny, and I tweet about it. Now you got to think about all. That now stuff. I got to think about oh, where where did where did Eddie get it from? That's right? Annoying. I'm like, bro, I don't like. Leave I'd me be alone. getting in so I'm much like, trouble. Oh yeah, I, I wouldn't that, care at all. That's that's what Demi does, right? Uh, Demi yeah. Burnett. That's why everybody loves her. She's amazing, right? Me, I try to. Keep, that's why I told you earlier. I'm like, I'm about to go fifty cent mode on these people. Like, yeah. It's like, bro, like I. That's the only thing that's changed. It's like, yeah. The things that I say now, everything I say, I can say I like Snickers, right? Which I do, right? You've seen me eat a few since we've been here. Yep. Someone will find something negative to say about that. Yep. 
And that's the only thing that's changed. Is that's really that's a part of it I've never even considered. Yeah, that's legit. Like that's the part that kind of annoys you sometimes. That's the part that's absolutely asinine. Cause you love, you seem like you're a positive guy. I bet you love giving Super. people a hug and taking yeah. a photo every once in a while. And like, yeah, that I love. I've like never turned someone you. down ever. Okay, my home was every single time. Every single homie I have is like, bro, you not tired? I'm like, nah, I'm just happy. <laughs> you know, this is my cool. sister texted me the other day. She saw you. She went to my coffee shop. Saw you at South Crown Barber just sitting there. And yeah, her, and her husband said, "What's up to you?" And she said, "You were like super nice." Yeah, like yeah. I'm the same OG. I, I go to South Crown sometimes. Yeah, like, Derek, you know Derek. Yeah, yeah, he's too. cool. Yeah, I'm same old. Jordan cuts my hair though. Jordan Barbarian. We get a haircut at ten yeah, at two yeah, o'clock. Yeah. That's me? dope. Uh, go follow him on IG. Yeah, like I'm the same old person completely. Uh, I just have more freedom to work on my passion, which is uh, raising people's self love and lowering their insecurities and working with big brothers, big sisters, and it's awesome, man. And working my ass off in the gym more and you know, just traveling. So that's it. So yeah, what what's kind of the horizon on the horizon for you, kind of career wise? I mean, the, the horizon for me right now um, and future is to continue to do what I love, right? Which is helping people literally love themselves more, to smile more, to be more positive. Uh, I remember, and I kind of got on this. It's been like this my whole life. I remember one of my best homies told me this. We were in the sixth grade, and I don't remember. He actually told me about this maybe about three months ago, and he was insecure about his body when we were playing football, right? Right. And so back in the day, I've always been this way. I told him something that he still resonates with today, and he brought it up to me. I'm not going to say his name or what it was about just because it's private, but I've always been this way. My homegirl, last year, she sent me a picture and said, I look fat in this picture. I'm only sending this to you because of how positive you are, Mm -hmm. and I have a way about being positive but still pushing your ass to do some work, right? Or my uh, homie committed suicide last year. I've had military members commit suicide. You know, and I've just always, I just want people to love themselves more, right? And so now I have a platform to where that's what I'm going to do. That's huge, man. So I am working on a book right now called Amor Sui, uh, A-M-O-R space S-U-I means self-love in Latin. Uh, it'll be coming out, look for that next year, as well as I'm working on a platform. And the platform has, basically within the platform, literally you will be able to watch our TV shows and look at our content awesome. and have a resource tab that will help you love yourselves more. And that's going to drop 2020? The platform is dropping February 2021. Okay. Yeah, oh, the, book will cool. drop, the book will drop next year. And so I'm just blessed to – I mean, bro, the DMs I get when people say, like, some of the sweetest things or some of the saddest things, but we've been able to flip it and turn it around to a sweet thing, that's just amazing to me, right? Like, at Posty Fest, I almost cried, literally. Um, this one lady, it was three ladies that cried, and one lady almost got me to cry, which is crazy. I'm like, why are you crying? Because it's just me. I'm not Michael Jackson. Yeah. I'm Mike Johnson. But um, one lady almost had me cry. She said she was battling chemo, mm. and when she was on TV or when she would listen to me on podcasts, and I would just speak about being positive and smiling, it made it gave her strength. I'm like, bro, that's crazy, homie. Like, that's yeah. crazy. So what I'm working on, I will continue to be positive, and I'm putting out content that will be positive despite all them MF or haters. That's, see, see, that's my personality. I can I, say I that it. in a sentence and like, I love it, dude. still be positive. You feel yeah, me? Like, I love it. <laughs> that's my personality. So you can, yeah, just let your positivity go out into the world, you know, help people, man. And yeah. that's, that's, that's a, it's, it's hard out there, dude. And I think that's really, really cool. Real quick, I want to ask you um, about clearly, and probably the reason I even knew about you is that there was a huge, huge, huge campaign, viral campaign, to, you know, for you to be the 
the next bachelor. Obviously, yeah. that didn't come to fruition. Correct. You would have been the next bachelor. Would have been the the first black bachelor, which would have been a big deal. By the time all you know that with all that was was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. By the time you found out that it wasn't you, were you were you really wanting it at that point? Were you upset that you didn't get it? Yeah. Would that yeah would, would been that have first, been important to you? Would have been the first vet, veteran bachelor. Oh yeah. Would have been the first uh, black bachelor. Would have been the first you know Mike Johnson. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they need it. I. Bro, I went on the show not caring about that at all. I didn't even know how that worked, to be honest. I was that novice, yeah. that nescient when it comes to good. how does someone become the bachelor, bachelorette, right? Literally didn't even know. I'm like, hey, I'm going to see Shocker Fun Life, cool. Yeah. And um, get off of it, and then I started, you know, the campaign started rallying, right? And so then I'm like, okay, huh, maybe this could happen, right? This yeah. is, I mean, yeah, now I'm, I learned about it, right? Ever. Then I do my interview process with the Disney and Warner, right? And I'm like, okay. I did an interview with them. They only select a small amount of people that they wanted to be the bachelor, right? I'm like, okay, this could happen. You feel me? And uh, then I went on Lauren Lima's show, Lauren Zima, and my bad. Uh, shout out to Lauren. And I said, I'm not going to be the bachelor. I am a very positive individual, but I'm a realist also. Yeah. And I felt like I was not going to be the bachelor. I because just of that. the history of the type of guys that they picked? or just uh, I guess it kind of goes back to, me saying, oh, I'm not going to be on a show. Sure. I don't act like them. Sure. I don't look like them. And so it was, I felt that if I were a bachelor, they would lose money. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Okay. Like I am very outspoken individual. Yeah. I just said, I'm going to always be positive and the MFers can just continue to hate me. Right. I say, I say things like that while still continuing to spin it, put a positive spin on it. And a lot of people don't like that. Right. Yeah. Um, but then I think a lot of people absolutely love it because it's real. Right, mm-hmm. psychology says that when you curse, people trust you more. Yeah. Right. Uh, when you have a beard, people trust you less. Things of that huh. nature. Right. So I have a beard. Don't Most bachelors don't have beards. Right. Yeah. Uh, all these little nuances. Right. Uh, I am black. That is something to consider. They never had a black bachelor. They will have to have one within the next two seasons. Definitely. I feel. Definitely. Uh, just have to. Me, Eric Bigger, uh, Wells, uh, Wills. My bad. I uh, think about Wills Adams and Wills. It phased me for like seventeen minutes straight okay. up. Like when they told me, I was like, "Damn, that sucks, bro." And then I was like, hey, God has bigger things for me. You there know? you go. And I went on the show to find my queen, and therefore she's still out there. So we good. Are you dating at all? <laughs> we ain't speaking on dating life. Yeah, so we ain't speaking <laughs> on dating life at all. All right, man. Well, I really appreciate you coming out, uh, Geekdom Studios, being on this podcast, man. We got a good hour, hour and 20 minutes of material. I think it's awesome, dude. Nice. People, People really should come to Geekdom. They really should. I actually come up here. I told you prior, yeah. prior to doing Shout this Shout out to interview. Geekdom, yeah, dude. They're great. Geekdom, straight up. We got three floors on this Rand building. We're down here in the basement. Yeah. They got a ping pong table, free coffee everywhere. Yeah. It's good stuff. They going to give me a free membership? They gave me a free membership. I guarantee you they'll give you a free membership. <laughs> there we go. Shout them out. Cool, man. <laughs> Thanks for coming by. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Building Something Out of Nothing. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, you can email me at ed, that's ed6238, at gmail.com. As always, you can visit either one of our locations seven days a week. Our roastery and first location is over at Warehouse 5 at 1333 Buena Vista Street. If you'd like to serve Shotgun House coffee roasters in your restaurant, cafe, or office, shoot us a quick email at orders at shotgunhouseroasters.com or contact me anytime at 254-913-9031. Our intro music is provided by the Delicate Boys from Austin, Texas. You can find this song and their entire album on Spotify. Thanks.